Brothers Podcast. Brothers Podcast. Brothers Podcast. If you haven't heard recently, uh, Meek Mill was uh, sentenced to two to four years in prison for violation his, violating his parole. And this violation came from popping willies, popping a willie and getting in a fight earlier this year. From what I've read, you know, he this probation is stemming from a case from 2008 or 2009. So he basically he's been on probation for like 10 years, uh, which is kind of ridiculous. So I'll ask you guys, like, what? Have you heard about this case and what do you think about um, what's happening to him right now? So here's my thing and the crazy part about it. Um, now, granted, some of the things he did was kind of stupid. Like, I think that fight was actually in an airport. Um, and anybody knows you probably don't want to do anything at an airport these days. Um, no. It's not going to end pretty in well for you. But the other part is the judge in the case. So I don't know if you guys have seen the the rumors and reports, but it's almost uh, make it seem that, that she was biased. So she had tried to get him to actually drop from his label, sign with his friend, um, sign, sign on her friend's label, and then also showed up at his community service stuff and, and, and things like that, which you know judges don't do. They don't just pop up at your community service. So it, it really made it seem to a lot of people that she's kind of overthrown by, by, by his fame and everything and trying to, mm-hmm. to get in, um, which, of course, is a little inappropriate for a judge. So I know they're trying to appeal, and that's kind of their the justification why, um, and, and that the sentence was a little heavy-handed. Right. Wouldn't that be a, I mean, with that comment of, you know, signing with her friend's label, wouldn't it, wouldn't it automatically be like a conflict of interest on that? Would she she have to recuse herself or something like that? I ain't passing nobody's bar, but I would think so. I'm pretty sure you, you can't try to make business deals from the bench. That's just me. Yeah, that's yeah, that that's that's bad news. Um, it's it's just it just amazes me like a a fight and which I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know a whole lot about that fight. I mean, do we even know that he started it or was you know was he even throwing punches or was really involved with it? Was he was he involved or was he just there? You know, I, I and two is just like popping willies. Details, kind of, yeah. Come on, yeah, like <laughs> popping willies though. Come on, man. Come on, man. You you like who who knows the laws in their area where it's just like it's illegal to pop a wheelie on the street? Like I don't know that. I've I've never heard of that. Even heard heard of anything like that. But it is like we have we have a thing in the in the military, like right. So we have like rules and rules and violations for just about anything you can think of. It's really easy to to. If somebody comes in late to hand them some paperwork, say just a letter of counseling, uh, which will start paper, pretty much a paper trail of your you know transgressions, uh, if you will. Um, but I feel like everything isn't war- doesn't warrant a arrest, even if it's a uh, violation of a law. Like popping a wheelie is kind of like, well, you know, I-, I would think that you would just hey, knock it off, you know, don't do it again, and then go on about your business. 
like, but to arrest a guy, like, and then charge him for for that, I don't know. I, I just seems like seems like it's just a little excessive to me. I mean, I agree that it's excessive. Um, but if you want to look at it from another perspective, I'm just like, if you know that you got folks watching you, true. You know that you know there's a magnifying glass over you, and you know that you're already on probation for stuff. You, you know what I'm saying? If you already know these situations, then it's up to you to do extra to make sure that you don't even put yourself in a position where they have the the grounds to do anything. Whether it's stupid or whether it's a, you know what I'm saying, a dumb charge or whatever, because that happens every day. But knowing your situation and and how in the media you are already, you expect to get leeway in those situations. Um, that's just my opinion. I mean, I'm not saying it's right because everything is, is, is kind of silly. Like there's a whole lot, there's a lot of other people you could be going after than somebody that's, um, you know, popping wheelies. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm just saying, like it, it's up, it's it's up to you to figure out what the laws are when you know that you're already on probation. So anything I do can, you know, what I'm saying, violate this. So I need I need to do the work to figure out or hire somebody to figure out what I can and can't do so that I don't put myself in a situation where I have to hope that a judge is lean on me. Now all the other stuff about about um the judges ulterior motives and that sounds completely crazy to me but if it's true then i definitely don't think that 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 stuff can can stand up because that's, that's definitely conflict um i wish our legal expert was here but i think we pretty much all agree that that's that that can't fly you can't <laughs> you can't use that position for your personal personal gain go ahead hey, as a black man in this country you know off gate you know the the scales are, are tilted so Really, why give them like the even the opportunity to put something on you like that? You know, if you if you Meek Mill, you've already been to to, to prison already, so you're trying to get your career back on, and you tried with Nikki, that didn't work, and your whole beef with Drake kind of didn't help your career either. So you got other things that you really need to focus on. This doesn't help him, you know, with his actual career at all. Um, and, and just to put yourself in that position, I'll, I'll be interested to see how much money he's going to lose with, with all this, because I, I think he was even on, on tour right now, and this case pulled him off tour as well. So from, from that perspective, of course, you got to be careful with, with, with even the smallest things if you're a black man in this country. True that. Man, my, thing is, my, my statement is, I'm um, sorry, Herb, my statement is just about the whole thing and in general. Yeah. Don't expect leniency or don't expect anything. Don't have an assumption of anything for, for anybody or from anybody. Because that's kind of what that boils down to. They say, yeah, I know this was wrong. Or yeah, this possibly could be wrong. Or the judges, they're not, they're not going to convict me for that. Or they're not going to arrest me for that. They're not. And you can't have that assumption because you never know the other person's mindset. And and that other person, for instance, the cop that whoever decided to arrest him, the arresting officer or whatever, like they're technically doing their job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you can't expect them to give you leniency when they don't necessarily have to. Yes, it'll be the, the right thing to do or it'll be a good thing to do to give somebody an extra chance, but you can't proceed through life expecting a certain action on somebody else's part because because at the end of the day, they don't have to do anything. They can do they can do a wide stream of things that's within their rights at the, in that position and for the officer that's that's arresting, that's not you, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like I guess a lot of people, especially younger people in trouble, assuming, oh, this isn't a big deal, oh, I just got a one charge, is that a big deal? Or 
or, or I can just drive. They're not going to arrest me. I can use that. I can drink and drive. They're not going to mm-hmm. arrest me. Stuff like that. They, they kind of have that idea that just because, even though they know it's wrong, it's, it's not that big of a deal. And I just don't think you can have that, that you can't go forward really in life with that, that mindset, in my opinion. But that's all I got to say. So um, did y'all see anything about like him also failing a drug test? Yeah, I, I did see something about that, that it was involved in some in kind of the justification for the sentence. Oh, I mean, if you just know those those first two things, I mean, I get the fight like you you never want to. And I don't know. I don't know everything about that fight incident, but you, you never just want to be around that. And then if it's just that in the, the popping Willie thing, like I'm not really tripping on that. But dude. Like like Scott said, if you if you're on probation, I wouldn't even even be around anything resembling a drug. I might I might not even take no aspirin. You know what I'm saying? If I'm on if I'm on probation, <laughs> I don't know I'm gonna get five more pizzas, you know, randomly, you know what I'm saying? So I that's if real. that's true, man, that's I just I mean, I, I got nothing for him, man. He 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 gotta know better than that. He gotta know better if that is true. If that is true. Oh, yeah, wow. it, it 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 it's just weird things with the case, you know. Like, I even see that the the, the judge he was originally on probation for five years. They extended it to another five years. So, like you said before, being on probation for ten years, um, a lot of people are saying that's excessive just because of that itself. Um, but then again, you're also a rapper, and you know, overall in America, rappers aren't held to the highest esteem in terms of. Know careers and pr- professions, so you have to, of course, navigate things a little bit differently than if you were, you know, CEO of Walmart trying to to or, or somebody getting hemmed up for for things. It's it all hate. Like, <laughs> it's, it's all it, hate. It's a, a, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. who's who's these who's these Negroes getting all this money? Hey, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, I I hope. I hope that you know his. He got has a good lawyer, and he gets this thing reduced at least to maybe five more years of probation or something. Uh, But go ahead. It it also shows how subjective these things are, because I'm sure you guys seen the memes that are going around with the um. What's the name? Brock, I think Brock Turner, the 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 white kid that was convicted, I think, of rape, and basically got probation for it. Oh yeah, Darren, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and, and, and now it's common, you, man. It's common. Like he 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 literally popped wheelies and failed a drug test and got in a fight. But you have even what you know some could consider a much more heinous act. You get probation for that. Probation. And it's all at the discretion of the judge, which which really, it, I think gives the, I mean gives the judge too much power. Um, but you see it like in you see the examples of cases where judges really have a, a heart and, and they are lenient to people who you know there's there's mothers out there who who got I think it was a video I can't remember who the judge is but he's kind of been known for being like super lenient with people and like trying really helping people out so he it was like a lady who who was who couldn't afford childcare and. She was 
struggling and she was at a job interview and she was getting, like basically racking up a parking tickets, but she just couldn't pay it. So he pretty much like wiped out her tickets and was trying to do nice things to, to help to help her get on her feet. So it's kind of like that leniency that we that the judges get can be used for positive or used for negative. So like it's kind of like I don't want to say we, we take away that leniency altogether because or that discretion altogether because then in those cases where mm-hmm. it actually is helpful wouldn't be there because the judge would have to issue out a certain sentence or they would have to issue, you know what I'm saying, some type of fine or they would have to do something. So it's kind of like the double-edged sword, a gift and a curse of like. Yeah. That's where the, the, the whole mandatory minimums come in too because you can easily see now looking back, if you put mandatory minimums on some drug charges that are, you know, mostly within the black community, you can change, you can, you can strategically impact a certain group. You know, and, and we, have, <laughs> and, and 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 now looking at it, you're like, well, that's exactly what happened. But back back mm-hmm. in, in, in that day, it was we're, we're gonna be tough on crime. So on the surface, it makes sense. But when you really drill down to it, like like Scott said, you take away some of that that leniency. You can have a 16 year old kid who is now being tried as an adult for you know a drug crime or something like that, mm-hmm. and get mandatory years. Yeah, did y'all see? Did y'all see what they're doing with the whole uh, like uh, what's it the heroin ep- epidemic they're calling it up north? Oh, the the, the wait the the heroin epidemic or the the painkillers thing? I think it's I think it's it's heroin. Oh, the one I, up north I, where they're just like they're basically saying that instead of giving these these people jail time, they're gonna like send them to rehab and try to like you know. Fix, fix their lives. Oh no! Which is, yeah, I was just like, well, dang, that's that's nice. Wish we would have had that in the you know the seventies and eighties, and I guess some of the nineties. I mean, you know, we we had epidemic too, but you know, different people. Yeah, the 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 other one I've heard is the the painkillers or or, or the opioid crisis, and and how that's being viewed as just a, a a health problem rather than an actual epidemic. I think even Trump kind of spoke out, out about it too, but they're definitely not treating that as as harsh as they did, you know, some of the other drug offenses in the past thirty or forty years. Yeah, same. Well, they do it with weed too. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so we have a uh, another. Another topic we have we have we're going to discuss here is uh, <laughs> Jello Ball, one of Levar Ball's sons who plays for UCLA. Him and two other, uh, I guess, teammates of his uh, were uh, caught allegedly shoplifting um, some sunglasses out of a Louis Vuitton store. Um, I. <laughs> I don't even think I have to say much else other than it was it was dumb. Uh, I mean, it's dumb on, to do bro. it in the states, uh, <laughs> but it's it's super dumb to do it over in you know in a different country. Uh, just doing some BS in any country other than your own is generally just stupid. Uh, it it reminds me of that lady who. Was in um, I think 
Korea somewhere, some one of the countries in Africa, and she got on Twitter saying about talking junk about oh, yeah the, yeah talking junk about like the president and stuff, and then next thing you know she got arrested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I what I, I don't know you know what happened after that, but uh, yeah, I, I'm sure she's she was in for a rude awakening when they was knocking on her door when they ran up on her. Uh, but anyway, so now those guys have in China have been suspended, have been put on house arrest, which is their hotel for 20 days, and they're banned from the country for life. Um, I did not know that what, part. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, China don't play about stealing, man, especially when it comes to, you know, people from out of country. Yeah, so like they, they can't come back once they leave, like ever. Um, which obviously, you know, the the ball brand is trying to, they're trying to expand their brand. Which, whoo boy, between this and uh, uh, what's the dude play for Lakers now? Um, uh, Lonzo. Lonzo's uh play so far, whoo, but big baller brand gonna be gonna be in uh that that two dollar bin and 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 T J Maxx by the end of the year he keep playing like this. Um so what are you guys' uh, thoughts? So on also that? don't forget about the don't forget about that the uh, allegation that they, they stole the the new logo from some other oh, company. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's still there. Oh too. they have a, they have a new logo? No well, so when they changed so you remember when they, they they came out with the first shoe, and then they yeah. they came out with a second design that was ten times better. I think yeah. the design on that shoe, like the logo or something, looked eerily similar to some other. I can't remember the name of the company, but some other company. So that people were saying that they stole the logo from this other company. Yeah, I think there's a a lawsuit right now with that too. Yeah. So yeah, these all these aren't aren't helpful. Yikes. So. My my first thought of the, the whole case, all three of his sons, I believe, dra- drive Lambos. Even the 16-year-old drives a, a, a Lambo. So you obviously not hurrying for some money. You know, it, are these are these glasses in, in this, this store at this time, do you really need them that bad? Or is this some type of prank? Or Because I think all three... We're freshmen, so it's kind of weird for me for this to be your first trip overseas, and you just go in into the store and are gonna jack some some sunglasses. That that part doesn't make sense to me. Um, but at the end, of it, it was stupid. Like Brian, you said, you're in a different country, and not just any country. You're in one of the most you know, kind of authoritarian in some in some cases repressive countries in the world that will pretty much throw you in jail for the smallest offense so you probably don't want to be doing things that you know are even illegal in your own country there especially when you're not a citizen especially <laughs> don't you remember wasn't it recently when some guy i don't know if it was china maybe i don't speak wrong but there was some somebody they defaced a poster or something and or some type of oh, I gotta look this up but they, it, they something where they it was there in a, I think it was China to be honest but they defaced some type of advertisement on some poster or something that was hanging up in like a official building or something 
and they pretty much had to <laughs> like the president had to negotiate or president president obama at the time had to negotiate with them to let this person out of the country yikes i gotta i i'll check on this to to check my uh, fact check myself just to make sure I'm not crazy, but I definitely I can't remember what country it was um, or the details, but I'm pretty sure it was China, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they they, they 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 don't they don't play games with stuff like that, man. They they think they're they're a big they're big on respect, so they don't let people come into their country and just do anything that they deem as disrespect, and they can hold you over there as long as they want to. To be honest. <laughs> and, 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 and the the other side of this, so I, I don't even know his full name, Jello. I, I I think it's what is it, Leangelo or, or something like that. I, I don't even know what his full name is. Yeah. But Je- Jello Ball, Lamelo, Leangelo, and Alonzo. No, it's Lonzo. Sorry, all L. Lonzo, Lamelo, Leangelo. There you go. Like we can have a whole cast just on on names alone, but it, it, anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like the the whole thing is okay. Jello Ball, you're pretty much the, the the face of UCLA just because of all the the press and and scrutiny because of your family and everything. So basically, this is a non like this case probably doesn't even make you know most news circuits if your name is not involved. So even if the other guys who of course, people don't know, and their names barely even come up. Why would you be involved in, in this? Like, you're the only one that pretty much has the most to lose because you still have a college season that you have to perform in. You're not in the NBA yet. You know, if 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 you're a, a bust right now in this year, and, and you're trying to probably go one and done like your brother, you got other things to focus on. Like, like. His story really could end with college and not even make it to the league. And then his his dad's whole thing of having three sons in the NBA could not even happen. So th- that's the other side of this for me that, you know, you still have a lot of, you know, performing to do just to, to get to the point that you, you're, you're trying to. The other ones, from what I can tell, it, it's not as much a, of a we expect these guys to, to go to the NBA Jello, you're expected to. I'm kind of worried about the uh, the youngest one because he, he the older the older guys kind of like I guess earned their earned their spotlight. Well, I wouldn't say that so much for the middle one, but the oldest one, uh, Lonzo, he kind of like earned his spotlight because he did play well while he was in school. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about the younger one because he's starting out, you know, with the hype, and he's got you know. It's giving them Lambos to drive to school and stuff. Like, I'm just, I just hope he remains, you know, humble. Not saying that he's not, but I'm just like, usually when you get, give kids this sort of, I guess you could, for lack of a better term, power, it usually doesn't end well. But so I'm I, hoping I, he I, just kind of stays, stays grounded throughout this whole process. I, I actually heard that um, the youngest one got pulled out of high school. Um, because LeVar didn't like how the coach was running it or something like that. So I'm not even sure where he's playing or what he's doing right now, to, to, to be honest. Oh, yeah, that's a whole, that whole deal with him in the high school, that's a whole, like, another conversation. Like, he was, he basically, 
had all the power on the team and the coach didn't have any. Like the 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 players, the mm-hmm. coach would tell them, "Hey, to run a certain play or play a certain defense," and and uh, uh, Lavar stands telling the kids to do something else, and eventually the kids would do what what Lavar would say. So like that dude didn't mm-hmm. last. That dude didn't even last like a whole year, I don't think. Um, but yeah, I think I think at this point you he can't be in a at a public school or anything. Like he's got to be homeschooled. Plus, if he wants the ball, like. AAU is year round. I'm sure they got there's a million camps that he can play basketball in. So it was, it's not like he won't be able to play or anything. So that I'm not even worried about. But uh, back yeah, to so the just, whole. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Scott. No, I, I just went and checked on what you guys were talking about. Just so I, the article says he pulled him out of high school, um, Chino Hills High School during his junior year, and this was this article from October second. So he pulled him out during his junior year, um, and he's going to homeschool him and train him himself for the next two years. Then they'll make a decision whether college, UCLA, is the path for the youngest ball to take. He's basically saying he did this because he doesn't want to deal with the administration and the coach at that school. Hmm. Isn't the rule, too, that you have to be removed from high school for a, a certain five years? So are they getting around that rule to go straight to the NBA then? I mean, you still got to be at least, I think, 19. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, he'd have to, I guess, keep. I don't know. I I don't know what the process is. Like, do they let you play past 18 in AAU? I I mean, if not, I'd imagine he had to go play in the league overseas or something. For yeah, there's no there's, there's no way he he's going straight to the NBA right now. No, like no, I mean, as far, I, I've seen not, that not, kid not, play. Not right, like, no, <laughs> not right now. I'm talking nah. about his skill level right now, or even like he's going to have to go play somewhere else. I don't care how good of a coach's dad is or whatever. There's no way he can all he's done. There's no way he can go with the, his body of work thus far and think he's going to play on somebody NBA team. Um, <laughs> If you ever actually watched him play, he hasn't been coached how to play defense at all, it seems. Like he <laughs> like some of the, the the highlight film and things I've seen, it's him just be at the other end of the court not even getting back on defense. So I, I wonder <laughs> if his fame, you know, more so from his brothers, has attributed also to him be able to coast a lot. So if, if you have a coach who, like, uh, imagine if, if he would, even though I don't like the team, but to like a or something where Coach K isn't going to play around with, with you slacking, that's not going to look good for him because it's going to expose you know, his weaknesses because I think even he has some weaknesses, you know, especially on, on defense too. So that could... You talking about Lonzo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have y'all, have y'all seen any of the Lakers games so far? <laughs> I've seen a couple. He, he he doesn't look that special to me. No, I mean really, yeah. And co- you know, you know, and we've seen. I think we've all seen enough basketball to 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 notice that when you see somebody who who's special, like it's very clear, like that they're gonna be good. Like first first thing I first person I think of uh, is Kyrie when he was at Duke, even though he was hurt for that last part of the year for the most part. 
I didn't really see I didn't really see that or get that feeling when I looked at Lonzo at, at UCLA. Um, I'd say the same thing about uh, uh, Ben Simmons as well, even though he's not saying that he's he's not not an NBA player, but like I just didn't understand how he had so much hype, given that LSU didn't even make the tournament. <laughs> Especially for for Ben Simmons. It almost seemed like he didn't care how good they were. Like he, it seemed like he didn't care if they won or lost games. You know, he, he just kind of went through the motions and, and, and everything. Um, and I can't get the the feeling sometimes with Lonzo that he's there, but he doesn't necessarily have that you know instinct that you you expect from a elite player throughout the, the various levels. Like he just seems kind of passive and, and, and everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I I, I agree with that. And uh, I, you know, I listen to like Bomani Jones, and I listen to Dan Levitard and stuff. Have the the basketball people come on and talk about it. With with Lonzo, they said like, this is the NBA, man. Like, if you, it's it's very clear that it, it that he's looking to pass. So it lessens your effectiveness as a passer if people know that you're already looking to pass when you come down the court. And couple of that with the fact that his his jump shot is awkward. So apparently he has to like bring the ball when he shoots. He brings across his body before he shoots. So not so they so NBA in the NBA you can kind of back up off him and people in the NBA are quick enough to where if he's getting ready to shoot, you got time to jump up on him and get in his face, either to swipe the swipe the ball out of his hands before he brings it up or. Put the put your hands up where you th- where you think the ball is gonna go. So exactly, yeah. So he's gonna have to he's gonna have to alter his shot. Which I mean, if you've been shooting one way your whole life, I mean that's pretty hard to do in a short time. Um, and he's gonna have to put on some weight, man, because he's gonna get <laughs> pushed around. At the size of that now, he's gonna get pushed around a lot if he if he doesn't. And I guess for me, just the skill set doesn't seem that great. Like, like just from a ball handling aspect, trying to be a point guard, he seems like he can hold his own, but it's not like anything that that amazing. Um, when you, especially when you look at other point guards like Kyrie, who's just probably on a different level, but but still, he just looks like. Eh. He, I think what we're seeing. I think what we're seeing is the the gap of skill difference. From college mm-hmm. to NBA, and I've said it, yeah. say it about uh, football. I say it about and with the NFL. I say it about basketball and the NBA. Their gap, the gap, it's not necessarily just a next step. There's a huge difference between the average skill level in college and the average skill level in the NBA. Um, sure. So if you think about it, like there, there's really there's a lot of good guys in in college or whatever, but you really don't know what they're going to do until you see them play against. You know what I'm saying? The skill level that's in the NBA, which is significantly higher. So I think mm-hmm. that's what that's what we're seeing now. So he look he may look good in college, but look who we, look, I mean, I think he was playing against scrubs. But you got guys who play in, on college teams that never play again after that, or mm-hmm. or this or or who can't do who really can't do much. They can only do one thing. They can one of they can only shoot only uh you know only shoot or they can only uh pass or they can only um dunk or whatever. They only play defense. I mean, but the, the, as far as all-around players, those are the ones that make it to the 
well, I mean, not, not, those aren't the only ones that make the NBA, but those most of the ones that make it the NBA. And then you got a couple of guys that when they get there, they have to learn other stuff unless they don't mm-hmm. stay in the NBA very long. Um, so that, that's that's all I think we're saying here. It's not that he wasn't good in college. It's just that, you know, from my view, he was just okay in college. <laughs> but let me, yeah. this is my personal thing. But in the NBA, you did you ain't just gonna be okay because even some really good guys get there and, and can't and can't be successful just because of the difference of who they're playing against and playing. You know, with. I wonder if some of it, maybe not. But I was thinking, I wonder if some of it is playing out west versus some of the other conferences, um, because I feel like, to, and this may be me being subjective, but I feel like more of your your east teams in terms of um, college, ACC or, or or Big East, will be the more powerful conferences, their talent than mm-hmm. out west. Uh, I. You know, you know, think, thinking about that, I, I believe it. Um, yeah, I mean, you think about the teams that have won the ships over the, last, you know, thirty since. I, I seen a, I seen a thing uh, on there today. Um, actually, um, uh, Brandon, Brandon Cakes, Brandon Copes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Him, he, he tweeted. He was like, in the last thirty-seven years, Duke and North Carolina have a quarter of those. Championships, and I was like, "Dang, whoa! Like that's that's so crazy." They have a quarter of them. Dang, that, that, exactly that is. prove our prove our argument. But it's like <laughs> the good teams, like two at least two of the good teams are out east, and you think about like where the talent, uh, basketball talent is coming from. Most of it comes from the east coast. So, have you? Talk, yeah, since we're talking about NBA so far, what are your thoughts about the the, the season? Because it's been interesting with the the Cavs haven't really shown up. Um, at first, the the Warriors weren't doing that well, but they picked it as of late. But you also have some other teams making some noise now. So, your guys' thoughts of, of the NBA season so far? I'm very excited about it, actually. Um, you know, coming in, it was kind of like far gone conclusion. You know, Warriors is gonna just just run the table and just blow everybody out, and it's not gonna be fun. These first ten to twelve games have actually been may, have made things interesting. Um, and the side note to that is like, I can't believe a see the regular season is all is already an eighth over. Like how crazy is that? It seems like it just started, mm. and like we're already eighth through the season. Anyway, um, yeah, like I, I, I just it's just interesting to see like how how things will progress from here on out because now, given the struggles of teams that I thought was going to be good, and then the uh, how well uh, teams I didn't expect to do well are doing. Um, it may it makes me more interested into in the NBA season, and I I've watched more games because of it. Here's my thing: so opening night, the whole um, Hayward injury, the Celtics are still killing. Like, yeah, I, they, they're eleven and two. They're eleven and two now on a ten game win streak, and that's without Hayward. Of course, they're in the 
and we know East is a little marshmallowy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, they, they they're killing, and you have the Cavs all the way down there at thirteenth. So, this is this is a, a very different season compared to to last one for sure. Yeah, man. I man, I I seen a little bit of that game. Um, they had I think Wednesday or Thursday, and I forget who they played, but who boy Kyrie was. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even think his stat line was even all that great, you know, by the end of the game. But just man, his handles, man, like it's r- ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Not, I, I think he has a, um, he's trying to prove a point this this year. Just like yo, I don't, I don't yeah. need LeBron, then I can, mm-hmm. I can, I can run my own ship with my own team. I mean, you know, obviously it's working well so far. So it's interesting to see how um, how things uh, end up. I'm really looking for. I'm already looking forward to that Celtics uh, Cavs matchup playoffs. Already, I can't wait. I, man, well, I can't. and the way they're, they're going, it won't be in the playoffs because I I I put this to a comparison. Um, the the Brooklyn Nets have a better record. The Cavaliers, no, the the Knicks have a better record than the Cavaliers. I'm not even worried about it because they got LeBron. <laughs> not even worried about it. now if they if they're still struggling like this at the All Star break, All Star like oh well y'all y- y'all go what y'all gonna do you know what I'm saying? But it's still at this point it's still too for me it's still too early to count the Cavs out just because because just because LeBron man just because LeBron true, um but. T- Taking worse teams it's, to the playoffs, so it it could be them, you know, being probably one of the last couple teams in, unless you know something really, really turns around. Now, if if LeBron does take them from where they start now to you know another championship, that's just even more, you know, evidence of, of how how great of a, a player he is, and in the whole conversation of his legacy. Yeah. Have to change the way they're playing personally, um, because mm-hmm. they seem like they're still trying to play the way they were playing with Kyrie, um, yeah. without somebody to fill that Kyrie role. And I think, I mean, people under people say people underestimate how effect well how he was in that in that system. Because um, the thing about those games where LeBron hit, where LeBron would have thirty six and Kyrie have thirty six or something like you know what I'm saying. Games where they were just mm-hmm. the two of them, it was just them, right? They're still trying to play that game without somebody filling that role, and I think that's why they're coming up short. Or they're they're basically barely the team the team that they went they won like they barely beat some some scrub teams to be honest. Um, but I, I mean, I think I think they can they can get there because I mean LeBron did it before without <laughs> you know what I'm saying without help mm-hmm. um, with that win. So I'm not I'm not putting it past them, but they're gonna have to. Gonna have to reassess how, like, how their their game plan, for lack of a better term, they're gonna have to look at that again because what they're doing now is clearly not working. I, I I think that the biggest thing is Kyrie can make his own shot. You know, like like he, you said, they have to do something different. I think that's the biggest difference when you look at their team now, and of course. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Isaiah Thomas isn't playing yet. Um, last I checked, but it's basically LeBron that they'll be the one out there making his own shot like that. Um, and you really can't survive in this league with just one person having that skill set. Not only is LeBron the only one that can, like, well, I wouldn't say he's the only one that can make his own shot. He's the one on that team that can take just take over the game. And that's mm-hmm. what they're missing. The biggest thing to me, that's what they're missing uh, with Kyrie being out. Said I know I, Isaiah Thomas is out till I think what January, uh, so they got to figure it out till then. But uh, yeah, they they're man, they're gonna need they're gonna need him to at least be some of what uh, some of what Kyrie was uh, for their team the last you know three years or so. Mm-hmm. So, cause I mean, outside of that, it's like you know, this next month, month, month and a half is gonna be rough for them. You know, Wade is old. Uh, Derrick Rose is has minutes restrictions. Tristan Thompson mm-hmm. is out. It's just like who are they? You know, they got to rely out who who the other person to rely on. Uh, rely on J.R. Smith, Mister mm. Streak himself. Yeah. Um, and Kevin Love is. I mean, he's dependent on people getting him the ball. So it's like that's what kind of. That's another thing that Kyrie provided for. Love is like yo. If Kyrie's on the court. If he drives. You gotta collapse unless he, unless he just mm-hmm. go keep doing and keep scoring on you. Yeah, yeah love, love, love ain't make no. <laughs> <laughs> love, love it. Yet to make a contested shot since he's been this league. <laughs> All his stuff was wide, wide open, wide open dish. That's 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 his bread and butter, if you will. Yeah, um, he get knows often anymore. So it's gonna be real interesting with them. And if that in itself will make make the lead that much that much more interesting. And then his, that and his uh, LeBron's uh, passive aggressiveness. I wonder what he'll do this year. Yeah. In the the, the league overall, the two teams I'm probably interested in just to see what what they end up doing will be um, the the Bucks just because of the the Greek freak and and seeing his game evolve. But also, oh, they got that Eric Bledsoe now too. Yeah, and, he was. He was last night and, and, and also of course you know because I'm, I'm from minnesota got guy look at what the, the timberwolves do because they actually got a, a nice little squad now yeah yeah maybe I'll, I'll um um who's their coach um timberdale all timberdale gotta do is figure out how to how to uh make all that work mm-hmm. together i saw that um that interview he did on ESPN um, Thursday, and a lot of stuff happened Thursday. <laughs> now I think about it, um, and he was just he was very very candid about like how he felt about him white when he was in Chicago. He said he hated him. Oh you know, really? Yeah, yeah. He said he, he they did not have a well. He he didn't say hate. He was like he was very close to hate. <laughs> uh, because he wanted to play and he wouldn't let him play, um, mm-hmm. but say, but now they have a uh, and like his thing, his his style is as a coach in the NBA or just a coach in general. Like you have to, it, it's not just basketball. Like you have to be the people, like the people with personality manager, and part of that is knowing about you know, saying knowing about you know 
your your players. So asking mm-hmm. about how you asking about how their family is, you know what I'm saying, and keeping up with them, keeping up with their personal lives. I'm not saying that they got to be all up in it, but just having that personal relationship helps out a lot and it translates well to the basketball side and it builds that trust. And they didn't, apparently they did not have that while they were in Chicago. I thought that was. Well, it it definitely sounds like we'll be having this, this conversation in a couple other cast in, in, in the future as we see what, what the NBA season holds. Right, right. Um, dang, we didn't get to scamming, huh? <laughs> All right, quick story. Quick story of scamming. So, um, I had just finished a, a project in one of my classes, and uh, this random girl on his Instagram hits me up. She's like, hey, you want to make some money? I was like, I automatically knew this is a scam, but I had some time. So, I was like, let me entertain this just to see where it goes. So I was like, yeah, I like to make some money. What you got? So she's like, yeah. So <laughs> her story was she worked for a consulting company that other companies give money to in forms of grants. And their company is in charge of giving, just giving out this money to, to people, random people. Um, there's no paperwork involved. And all you have to do is when they deposit the money into your account, you give. I would have to. I would have had to give her a cut of it, you know, that morning or close to the morning, you know, uh, so she can pay the companies back, so they can keep giving them more money. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, so I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I was like, oh, that don't really make sense, but okay. Um, so how are they how are you gonna um, deposit money? It's like, oh well, we just deposit it to your your checking account. I was like, okay, H- how? You know, it's like <laughs> you need some information, right? She was like, yeah, I just need to log into your bank info, to your bank. <laughs> <account."> <laughs> I was like, I was like, let me get this straight. <laughs> let me get this straight. So I kind of just did the whole round. I was run down back to her. She's like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it works. I was like, that's a crock of crap. Like, <laughs> why the no no paperwork thing was was just I mean, all of it was crazy, but the whole like so you guys give out this money, no paperwork involved, and you get this cut to quote unquote pay them back so they give you more money. That doesn't make sense. Like it's it's a grant. Like it, it doesn't make sense. And then another part was they uh asked like so like what happens if i don't get to the bank in time she's like well like um like will i get in trouble she's like no you won't get in trouble and and the next very next sentence was if you don't pay it but if you don't if you don't pay me by a cut there will you will pay i was just like so would i be in trouble or not like i don't i don't, <laughs> I don't understand so long story short I know this is a long story. Anyway, long story short, uh, I basically told her, hey, um, I, I'll do a hard pass and uh, happy scamming. And I asked her, um, and I asked her, um, so let me, I was like, just one question. Like, does how often does this work? Like, does this work? She was like, yeah, it, it works. Often. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people was dumb enough to fall for that. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, people, please, before we get off this podcast, please, 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 if you don't take nothing else out of this podcast, just take this per- per- part of advice. If it seems too good to be true, it is it's a reason for that. It's not, man. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody giving out free money. Especially if you gotta give out your banking information. That doesn't make sense to people. So have some conversations with yourselves. Get money the old fashioned way. And and as we said last year, around this time actually, uh finesse. Finesse your way to to uh financial prosperity uh without scamming people or being scammed. All right. <laughs> And on that note, thank you for listening to the Brothers Podcast. We out. We out till next time. Peace. The Brothers Podcast. Brothers Podcast.